0: The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph. Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered, do you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened up and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the son of man. The gospel of the Lord. You may be seated and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Singing this morning. Thank you very much for that gift. I appreciate it. As always, today in the text we see Jesus calling some of his disciples. Does anybody know what a disciple is? What's well, a disciple? I was there and it went, didn't it? Amanda? A follower of Jesus? Yeah. Someone who studies, someone who follows a belief. Someone is seeking to have a discipline. Here, these people are following Jesus. They're disciples. They're seeking to discipline themselves in the way that Jesus would act and live. As Jesus calls these disciples, they're kind of all over the place. Both literally, Jesus going from town to town, from place to place, calling people. But they're also all of a different mind. Some of them see Jesus and they're like, this is it. This is the guy that we've been hearing about in all the Old Testament. This is the guy who we're finally waiting for. This is actually going to be the Son of God dwelling among us. And some of them are like, well, he's from Nazareth and What in the world can come out of Nazareth that's any good? I wonder which one we might be like. If you saw somebody, if you saw somebody who said, I believe God is using me to build God's kingdom in the world. Would you think, wow, you're really cool. Or would you think, wow, you're really weird? What do you think? Most people aren't, aren't really that, like, they don't really um, say that as upfront, I guess. Yeah, right? Yeah, You get to know somebody, they're like, hey, where do you live? Like you know, Stuff like that. They don't normally say, I am being used by God to build the kingdom of God in this world. It's a weird thing to say. But it can be true. In fact, I think it is true. Have any of you, upon meeting somebody new, ever walked up to him and said, hey, my name's Cooper. God's using me to build the kingdom of God. Probably not, right? They think you're crazy. Yeah, they think you're crazy. Can anything good come out of Bigglerville or Orangeville? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. See, when Philip asked wasn't Nathaniel asked that question. He was wrong. Something good can come out of Nazareth. Something good can come out of Biglerville. Something good can come out of Arnsville. Something good God can use and bring out of each and every one of you. You can be what God uses to do good work in the world. Both right now and when you grow up. Some of you might be thinking already about what you want to work at when you grow up and what kind of life you want to live when you grow up. Some of you might be pastors. Have you ever thought about that? Being a pastor? You should think about that. Some of you might be a teacher. Some of you might be a farm worker or a factory worker. God can use all those people to do really good work in the world. How do you think God's going to use you? Yeah. Help people. Yeah. To look and see what the need is and then to actively participate. How do you think God's going to use you? Yeah. You don't know? That's okay. Philip and Nathaniel, they didn't know what they were in for either. But keep following God. You, 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 you can trust God. Keep following God. Keep looking for what God's doing. Good things can come out of you. Shall we pray? Let us pray. God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks because you have made us into wonderful and magnificent people. Sometimes we certainly mess up, but nonetheless, you bring good things out of us. You bring love out of us. You bring friendship out of us. From time to time, you bring sharing out of us. We ask, that you continue to make these good things come out of us, out of our hearts, out of our hands and feet. And whatever we would do in this world, in our current ages and when we get older and everywhere in between, help us to be like you would be. Help us to be your disciples. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. How many of you remember what the sermon was about in January of 2017? Just asking. I had to look it up myself. Way back in January 2017, we started um, a different way of talking about stewardship. And we started a different pattern that we've now done here. This will be our third time of doing it. We're talking about stewardship in January, and we're talking about stewardship in June, the beginning of the year and the midpoint in the year, just to keep reminding ourselves to be encouraged, to be spurred on in the holy responsibility and joy that we have as stewards of the gifts God's given us, of stewards of who we are as a church. In January 2017, we focused on kind of the mechanics of stewardship, the words and the definitions, what tithing is, what first fruits might look like, how we can discern what to give and how to give of time, talent, and treasure. In June of 2017, we talked a little bit about the incredible, rich blessing that it is to dwell together as Trinity. The blessings of what we've known more about one another at Trinity, how we've been enlivened here at Trinity, what we've known more about God here at Trinity, and the way that this stewardship that we enact enlivens us. Here, today, and over the next three weeks, we're going to look at the stewardship of our stories. The stewardship of how we tell one another who we are and who God is, and the impact that that can have on our lives, the impact that has on how we actually use our time, our talent, and our treasure. Consider the text for today. Consider the gospel. Philip and Nathanael are two of the disciples added. And in this text, Nathanael's one for exclaiming many different things. And even before Jesus has really done anything, we have two different understandings, two different layers of who God is, of who the Messiah is, and of who Jesus, just Jesus, is. On one hand, we have this understanding of the Christ, the one that Moses wrote about, and the prophets also. And eventually, once Nathaniel identifies this person, this Jesus, as these people. He's the king, the king of Israel, the one that's got the power, you know? But out of those same lips comes a different understanding. Because we look at a human being that we've known our whole life, Jesus, son of Joseph, and we quite frankly say, who are you? Who are you to be the son of God? Who are you to be the son of man? You're just that kid from Nazareth. Who are you? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? In this text for today, it's not just about Nathaniel slipping up. It's about the tension between the magnificence that we believe God can bring And the, quite frankly, very low view we have of the world around us and sometimes ourselves. This is a dangerous thing I'm about to ask you to do. But if you had to pick a Nazareth, if you had to pick that place where nothing good can come out of, that place where if you were honest about yourself, I'm not really looking for anything special to come out of there. What is it? What's Nazareth? A little village. A little village, some nameless place never seen, couldn't find on the map. Nowhere. What else is Nazareth? Where God is. Wow. Okay, you kind of just flipped my whole sermon upside down, Adam. No, no. That's really, really good. There's some great theology there. Adam's answer was where God is. Well, yeah. You're 100% correct. (laughs) Exactly. In the places where where we would honestly say in the most honesty of our hearts that nothing good can come out of there, that is where God is. In Nazareth, that is where God is. That's where God comes from. That's where God dwells. Yeah. Yeah. Mary and Joseph. Two people who had next to no social standing, who weren't even quite married at the right time that they had a kid, who weren't popular enough or wealthy enough or important enough to have place in an inn, two people, no identifiable markers in their lives. That's where God is born. I think sometimes... It's good to recognize the places that we don't think Nazareth can come from. And I am convinced that from time to time in our lives, we have told ourselves quietly, or been told by others quietly, that Nazareth can be us. That there's only so much good that's going to come out of us. That there's only so much that we can actually do. That what you see is what you get. And that's about the sum total of what's going to happen throughout life. I mean, I see it every once in a while. You ask somebody to do something and they're either going to say, no, nah, I'm going to mess it up, or no, nah, you really don't want me, I'm no good at that, or no, nah, I think you do it better. You ask someone to participate in something and I've never done it before, I could never learn that, I could never be that. How could that ever come out of me? In the the eight o'clock service, as part of their Nazareth, they mentioned Columbus, Ohio, much to everybody's laughter and all that kind of good stuff. But there it is. Can anything good come out of Ohio? Can anything good come out of Pennsylvania? anything good come out of these places? Can anything good come out of Arnsville? Can anything good come out of Biglerville? And the answer is yes. Yes. Good things indeed can come out of these places and in fact they already are. Good things can indeed come out of you and in fact they already are. God is bringing great things far more abundant than just seeing someone sit under a fig tree, far more abundant than just the magic trick that it seems to be of knowing someone's name and knowing who someone is before you even get to meet them. Through the church and through you, we see God ascending and descending. Angels ascending and descending around the throne of God. We see God incarnate among us. These are not small things that God is doing, but great and marvelous things. These are not nameless things. These are specific things. In you, in your time, talent, treasure, the gospel was proclaimed, the hungry are fed, We are educated about who God is. We dwell with one another every Sunday. We gather together to celebrate the beginning of life, the middle of it, and the end of it, and the resurrection of it. And it's not done through some faceless person. It's done through you. You. We need to tell one another this story. We need to keep reminding one another that it's not a Nazareth here in Armsville, It's not a Nazareth in Bigville. It's not a Nazareth in Adams County. It's not a Nazareth here at Trinity. It's not a nothing. It's a birthplace of God incarnate again. can anything good come out of this place? Yes. Let that be the story that we steward and share with one another. There are good things here. There are good things coming. God is bringing good things. Thanks be to God. Amen.